maybe your purpose is you know join a day that girls in your class or yeah. you know, whatever <laughs> that's what yeah. me though that's what me if that's your purpose there's nothing wrong with that you know if that makes you wake up early yeah. and do your training Ex- then exactly Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's, it's your host, Kevin. And uh, let's jump right into today's uh, episode, which is we have a very special guest, um, you know, who is Zoo, Fitness Zoo. We know each other like, you know, last year and then we worked to, together a few times. He's a fitness trainer, also a videographer. Um, and there's a very interesting story that, you know, I want to share today. Um, you know, my show is mostly for young people in, you know, our 20s. But uh, in today's episode, I want it to be a little bit different. Zoo, he's going to share, you know, about his uh, his background, his story. And then he's going to share like a few things that he wish he know earlier that would help, you know, people in, in your 20s. Let's say if you're in your 20s like me, this would help us a lot to be, you know, better later in our journey. So uh, Zoo, do you want to, you know, start in the beginning? Maybe like for someone who don't, don't know you, um, do you want to introduce yourself and, you know, your story a little bit? Well, um, so my name is um, Fitness Zoo. Well, my my real name is Addison Riggs, but um, everyone calls me Fitness Zoo. I prefer Fitness Zoo, obviously. Um, I um, basically grew up in um, in the hood. You know, really didn't have really didn't have much at all, and um, really became like a product of my my own environment. Started um, um, selling drugs, getting into uh, um, bad situations, and really fitness helped me change my life like I was struggling a lot and you know like I said like because of fitness I became the person I am today and now I you know I'm, I'm truly passionate about this and really just want to help uh, people stay healthy and become better versions of themselves before I, I heard you say that there's a quote from you I really like inspire um, the next generation before yeah. they take so it it's basically inspired the next great before the system decides their fate. Okay, yeah, that's that I really like. It's yeah. asked you for your call before. I think that's yeah. really inspiring. Actually, do you wanna, you know, um, ex- talk a little bit more about your um your story and just so people know more about you? Let's say um you grow up and then how did the fitness? When did the fitness make an impact in your life? You so when did you decided to you know train and then how it affect your um, make an impact on your uh, mental health well really because um like i said i was caught up in i was like caught up in drugs i was going in and out in and out of jail and um really like fitness was my way of just getting out of that situation that's part of the reason why you know i say like inspire the hood because i want to inspire young teens that are going through what i used to go through to make better decisions in life you know Mm -hmm. and um it was it was a tough transition for me because you know i was addicted to the life of just being in the streets Mm -hmm. but you know i knew i wanted to change and become um a different a better person you know i didn't want to be that person that i was before i wanted to be the best version of myself and that's why i feel like fitness is the best way to you know go about that like you know you're just changing changing your way of thinking it becomes like a whole lifestyle 
and um, yeah, that's basically that's basically it. When when did you know about fitness though? Like, what is what makes you decided just like? Did you like just one day and then you just start like okay I'm gonna tomorrow I'm gonna start training for like the whole year and stuff? Well, that's well, what had happened was like I used to go to the gym a lot. My 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 dad was always in the gym. He used to take me to the gym with him and never was like super interested. I was really just like I, I love bench press and whatnot. Like I used to be a bodybuilder before, so I was super interested. Okay, and I'd find myself going to the gym, you know, more frequently. And um, still wasn't super passionate about it. You know, I was working a job I didn't really like. Mm-hmm. But then I was telling myself, like, oh, I'm always at the gym. And, you know, I really like this. I met this other older guy at the gym who was like a trainer. He was like training me a little bit. And and then I realized that, you know, I started training uh, some people low-key. I wasn't officially a trainer yet. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, you know, maybe I do, I do like this. I read a book and they were saying, like, you know, if you're passionate about something, why not, you know, make try to make money from it, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, then I got into I got into fitness, started doing my thing a little bit, and before you know it, you know, I decided to go and get my certification. You know, I met my girlfriend, and she was a, a trainer, and she told me about um, the certification that she went to go get at the YMCA. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's time to take this, you know, serious and actually get a certification for it. And that's when I took that extra step towards uh, becoming a personal trainer. So your dad inspire you to get in the gym and your girlfriend is kind of like you know um push you to get to become like a coach a trainer yeah basically i definitely think i definitely think my dad played a big part because mm-hmm. like i used to watch him as always like when i was young i used to watch him um you know go to the gym always eating healthy he would bring me to the gym with him okay you know he was a very outgoing person so i feel like that definitely played a a big part in uh, the reason why I became a trainer today, you know. Well, at what age did you start training, like seriously? Seriously? Mm-hmm. I I only started training seriously at maybe like age 27. Okay. And you are No, but I was I'm 32 now. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, no one knows. No one thinks I'm 32. <laughs> so... <laughs> but um I I like the first time he brought me to the gym, I was probably um 16 or 17 you know i was just doing like light weights in the gym he mm-hmm. he had like he knew everybody there so i i never had to pay mm-hmm. to go to the gym but I, it wasn't something that i was really interested in like i said i was really like caught up in the streets so i was more interested in making money in the streets than you know actually you know staying healthy mm-hmm. but um it's only after you know i got into a lot of trouble i went to jail i came out and i really I didn't want to live that life anymore. I told myself that, you know what, like, I'm really going to just start training and taking my life seriously. So so I guess, like, at 27 is the turning point of your life? Yeah, that was definitely the big turning point of my life. It was also, like, my prime year. I was just so, so focused. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I told myself by, like, the age of 30, I don't want to be in that same mentality that that I was when I was, you know... 25 26 you know just doing the same thing you know i wanted to like upgrade my life okay you know so let's say you know let's say let's say if you can you know go to the past and let's say talk to yourself at like 20 years old um like what would be the three things that you would tell yourself i would tell the first thing i would tell myself is um just follow follow what you're interested in and you know don't don't follow 
don't don't chase money. I think feel like I was focused on so much on chasing money instead of just chasing my passion. So the first thing I would t- tell myself is like, don't focus on the money and focus what you're really passionate about. Um, um, second thing I would say is um, just be patient. I feel like I was impatient trying to rush rush things a lot. I would just tell myself to just you know be patient and and stay focused. Um, third thing, third thing I would tell myself is. Hmm, that's a good, this is a very good question. The third thing I would tell myself. Um, I mean, we can, you know, expand a little bit on the, actually the first one, the, for the passion. Uh, why, mm-hmm. why you can, why, why are you thinking about, you know, the third one? So like before in your 20, you would say, you know, follow your passion, uh, not money. So like at that time, like, do you have like something that you're interested in? Could you say that you wasn't really interested in fitness, fitness right? I wasn't really interested. I wanted to be an. I wanted to be a self-employed. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Okay. But I didn't have anything. I didn't know what it was to, you know, be passionate about mm-hmm. something. I just knew what it was to make money. Okay. Um, by having a business, so I was really focused too much on, like, just having money in my account, having large amount of amounts of money. Okay. Which is not really like. You know, that doesn't bring you happiness, right? It's mm-hmm. like, okay, great, you have money, but do you really like what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, just, there's just one thing that um, that I, you know, think a lot, like in your, you know, say in your 20s, right? Because for me, I think mm-hmm. like, you know, the environment, environment exposure and the people you, you know, we hang out with, we you spend time with, it's like, it's like important. It's defined, you know, if they push you and become better, version of yourself and you know let's say pursue your dream and they you know they support you what, what what's your thoughts on that do you think it's important or how was your you know environment before comparing uh, to honestly now? well when i decided to like change change my 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 life and go towards fitness i didn't i don't really have much much supporters to be honest uh, at the beginning you know i was working uh, uh doing forklifting at a job that i really didn't like and that's when I was like, you know what, I need to go into fitness. And I remember telling my mom that, like, you know, I think I want to do, I think I'm going to focus on doing personal training. I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to do personal training. And my mom was just like, mm, I don't know if that's a good idea. I heard personal training doesn't doesn't pay very well, you know. And I heard owning your owning your own business is, is, is tough, you know. And I started asking other people and everyone was telling me the same thing. So I didn't have much of a, like, a support group. My friends were still doing their things in the street so to them it was just like uh they weren't really interested you know so i really had to take initiative and just you know it was tough mm-hmm. with everyone telling me that like you know what you you there there's a chance that this might not work okay but i took initiative and i just said you know what yeah i'm gonna do it anyways because i just have this gut feeling i always i believe i believe a lot in just following your gut feeling mm-hmm. you know whether it's good or bad and just my gut was telling me that yo this is this is definitely something that you should do. Like clearly you're passionate about it. Okay. You know, don't listen to anything anybody else says and just don't go for it. You know, okay. and I'm happy I did it. Mm-hmm. I happy, I'm happy I didn't listen to anybody because those same people that told me that, yo, it's not a good idea. Are the same people that are telling me now that like, yo, I'm super proud of you. Like, yo, it's a good thing you, you did this, you know, and mm-hmm. the business that people said weren't going to be so profitable, it wasn't going to be so profitable for profitable for me. Mm-hmm. is extremely profitable now and i'm happy you know uh-huh. yeah i remember like you know i saw you on an article like there's a uh, top five 
fitness uh, trainer in Montreal. Like that's you know yeah. I saw you there, and I think like yeah, that's that's just like a huge you know inspiration for you know young people is it like me. You know, let's say mm-hmm. just you know like people you tell you it doesn't work and things like that. I mean, like I assume you know they never try it. It's just like mm. how they perceive it, and you know you, yeah. you didn't listen to them, and you can just kind of follow you guys anyway. Like, mm-hmm. um, so like before, you didn't have you know much support from that, and say let's say like compared like to now, like are there s- still some people like they don't support you now, or um, you know, could you say your your girlfriend support you, push you, and I I think yeah. she she really um you know be a part of your life. So you think there's any people that close you that are still not support supporting? you uh the way you are right now honestly now i like i have a, an amazing support group i can't say there's anyone that like doesn't support what i do because like you know i like kind of like broke that that barrier and everyone's like damn like whatever zoo puts his mind to like he's he's really like on it like he goes on it 100 you know okay so there's i actually have no one that's that doubts my moves anymore because they saw that You know, I didn't listen to them before, and I'm highly capable of doing whatever my gut tells me to do. You know, uh-huh. so no, I, I feel like everyone supports me right now, which is which is wonderful. Even people on social media that I don't know tell me all the time that like they love what I do, or they're 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 proud, or like they've seen me when I only had like a hundred followers mm-hmm. on on Instagram, and they just watched me grow from from there you know so uh-huh. i feel i have a crazy i have a crazy support group to really be honest you know i'm super happy way more than i did before how long did it take you to you know grow your journey from back then to now i guess five years from 27 uh 27 now to i started at i think i started at 20 i started in 2017 at the end of 2017 okay so i would say 2018 is when things really started kicking off mm-hmm. And yeah, till now, really. So it's just it's just been going uphill. It's been up and down. Like okay. 2018 was was very hard mm-hmm. as a personal trainer because I was just starting and nobody wanted to train with a trainer that didn't have experience. Okay. And, you know, but um, I just got connected with a lot of um, popular popular people in Montreal. Started training them, and that really brought my attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, got got people's attention, and. Uh, like brought awareness to like you know, who who zoo was you know mm-hmm. and i feel like that really boosted and helped me out but it was a big time struggle okay um in 2018 2019 things really started going good mm-hmm. um 2020 was rough because um obviously because covid hit mm-hmm. and i i had to kind of switch i had to kind of figure out if i had to kind of see what online was like mm-hmm. and i tried it out and i didn't like it Now I'm happy that things are not like completely normal, but mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm back to training people in person again. And I realized that like you know this is what I love doing, training people in person. Okay. And also that's what my clients love. Like, I I connect I connect more with people um, in person than online training people through a camera. I just you know yeah. But yeah, and then now I'm here now, and I feel like you know I'm I'm, I'm much older now, but I still feel like I'm in my prime. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm a lot. I'm a lot smarter with my business. Mm-hmm. I'm a lot smarter with my money, investing my money, mm-hmm. um, and um, just in terms of uh, experience with clients, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a I'm a much better trainer than I was 
um, three, four years ago. Okay. I'm, I'm a lot more social. I connect with my clients a lot better. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm, I've gotten better at being a mindset coach rather than just training people. I've gotten better at being uh, a nutritional coach. Mm-hmm. So definitely a lot more leveling up to do, but I feel like I have leveled up a lot in such a short period of time. And for that, like I'm super grateful. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that's amazing to hear. Yeah, as you say, you know, leveling up, not just in uh, training, but also in the, the mindset and, you know, talk to people. Yeah, and I totally <laughs> understand that, you know, training through the camera at home is not, for me, I don't think it's really efficient, to be honest. It's not, it's not, it's definitely not. Like, you know what, for, for the people that can do it, really like shout out to them but i i've lost i've lost touch with a lot of clients because they just it just wasn't the same you know yeah me i'm an early morning guy to wake up 5 a.m to train clients on zoom it's not as fun as waking up 5 a.m to train them in person you know we just connect we connect so much better in person and we can get so much more work done because not everybody has access to you know a whole bunch of equipment right so we could get so much more done in person at the gym than we can on zoom mm-hmm. so you say like you have like 2020s was your hardest years right uh i would say 20 yeah 2020 was definitely definitely my hardest year but when in terms of like training and staying focused mm-hmm. 2019 was my hardest year i was working very very long hours and once again i went back into that mentality of only focusing on money okay you know because i started getting so many clients mm-hmm. like i had i had maybe like I was training maybe like 10 to 10 to 15 clients a day. Oh, wow. Know? Okay. Just like, yeah, I was working very, very long hours because I just really wanted to make money. Right. Mm-hmm. But because I was focused so much on the money, I wasn't training as much as I, I was supposed to, you know? And um, it's uh, one of my friends that messaged me and, and not messaged me, came to see me and he told me that like, yo, I feel like you haven't been, I feel like you haven't been going hard enough in the gym. I feel like you haven't been training seriously. Like he's like, yo, what can you do to make people really want to be like you? Because I feel like you're not doing anything to make people really want to be like you. And when he told me that, I was like, damn, that really hurt me. Cause I was like, I thought I was doing good. Mm-hmm. But, and I realized that, you know, I wasn't really taking care of myself. I was helping other people, but I was just focusing on the money and not taking care of myself. That's the reason why in 2020, okay, I, in 2020, I started no days off. Okay. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to train every single day in 2020 i'm not gonna miss any days like i'm gonna whether it's like running whether it's you know going out for a walk doing a bit of yoga intense training whatever it is i'm gonna get active every single day and okay i never missed a day you know i just went on my no days off journey and i just i was just focused and i feel like that's what got me into my training even that that's what got me even more into like training you know, just staying mm-hmm. focused. My discipline was like at an all-time high, okay. and still till this day, like you know, I haven't, I haven't missed a day. I can't, I can't see myself going out, going a day without just a little bit of movement. Okay. You know, so 2020 yes was tough mm-hmm. for my business, but when it came to training, uh-huh. which which like I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't be able to get through that type of situation because uh-huh. you know money my money went down but at the same time i i realized that i still have my physical health which is super important at least i'm alive and i can still move mm-hmm. and i just kept going you know and that also motivated people to keep going so many people messaged me and they're like i don't understand how you kept going you know during the pandemic and it's just i was 
focused. Mm-hmm. I was focused and, you know, this is something I really, really love doing. I'm super addicted to being um, a better version of myself and just being a stronger version, um, not only physically, but mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw your, uh, your story. Um, you know, that's why I reached out to you and uh, we did a video <laughs> together. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really inspiring. Like, well, just a quick note for everyone is listening because I think you, you're, you are a trainer, right? So you know what kind of exercise you do every day. So if you're yeah. listening to this, just, you know, don't try work out every day with that rest. You know, I think rest is important, right? Yes, definitely. That, but that's the thing. That's what I tell people. I'm like, it's just like no days off mentality. I'm not telling you to, I'm not telling you to go in the gym and go hardcore every day. Uh-huh. You know, like you can still do, you can do yoga every day, mm-hmm. you know? So like, if you're not going to train intensely, go for a walk. You could still go for a little walk. You could still, you could still like, like I said, do some yoga, some active, um, mm-hmm. some, some dynamic, dynamic workout, some, some you know, something, um, it doesn't have to be intense all the time. Okay. It really doesn't. That's what people don't understand. They think when I say no days off, I think they think going hard in the gym every single day, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not, that's really, that's not, that's really not what it is at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just having that no days off mentality, just staying focused. It doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're a videographer, whether you're a rapper, whether you're anything, whatever that you do, just go with that no days off mentality you know work mm-hmm. hard 100 every day you know mm-hmm. but also take your rest you know you just got to be yeah. smart <laughs> do you how often do you take your rest like um well i, I know you train I every don't. day but you just don't <laughs> i don't i don't i don't i really don't like my a rest for me is like um for example a rest for me would be like a skill day of just like 15 minutes of handstands you know it's not intense it's skill training okay you know I, i'm not tiring out my like I'm, I'm not my body i'm not really bringing my body to full fatigue mm-hmm. you know going for a nice little walk or i haven't walked or ran in a while mm-hmm. but i usually do very very low intense uh, intensity workouts on days i i just really don't feel like pushing but the way i structure my days because i listen to my body mm-hmm. you know that tell everybody that all the time listen to your body so um the way i structure my days is that i do uh, i do upper um, I do um, push pull, a lower, mm-hmm. and then I just continue from there. So like I give my the certain muscles enough time to rest before I hit them again. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that is like it's good to you know, balance instead of just work out one muscle every day. Uh, it's not good for your health. <laughs> for you know whoever listening to this. Um, so I think like you know in twenty twenties because you know lockdown and you know there's a lot of new things and uncertainty. Even for me too, like I feel a little bit. Um, you know, unmotivated, a little bit depressing, and you know, instant winter in Canada too. Do you feel that way too, or is that just like you don't feel this at all? I honestly, I never really feel like sometimes I do mm-hmm. get a little bit um, um, unmotivated, like I feel like I'm not motivated at all, but it rarely happens. Why? Because I always, I always work out mm-hmm. or try to get active at the beginning of the day when my willpower is at the highest uh-huh. because. You know, after you're done working and handling whatever you're you handling, you get home, you don't have that same energy you have as soon as you wake up. So I feel like that's what helps me the most is just getting it done and out of the way first thing in the morning. I see you've been working. You wake up at early in the morning, right? Yeah. Now I and you, you. Yeah, I wake up around yeah, the same time as you, like you know five. Yeah. Yeah, and you see the difference. You know, your energy is super high. Like, and you know, I know sometimes I see you playing basketball or let's say. 
I'm not sure what else you do. Maybe you go for a run or whatever. But can you picture yourself doing that like around like 5 p.m., 6 p.m.? Is that the same energy you're going to have? You know, yeah, that's the thing. I like that's why people always ask me. I don't know why or how you wake up early in the morning. Mm -hmm. I want to wake up early in the morning because I get more time mm -hmm. for myself to get things done. And like I said, that's when my willpower is the highest. When that's when my energy, I'm at full tank. My battery is at 100%. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to train when my battery is at 30%. Then I'm not going to get the best workout in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're 100% true. I, a few years ago, I didn't like really active or anything. But like I started training, but I started training in the evening first. But then I didn't really feel the energy because, you know, after that, uh, when I trained, you know, before that, I already did some, a lot of work and like school and, and a bunch of things. So when I get to the gym, workout, training, I don't have the same energy anymore. I'm just, you know, wincing around and trying to pass the, the gym hour just so I can get home. But when, mm -hmm. but when you know, now I wake up, like, because now the sun going up earlier, summer is coming. So, yeah. like, I move mm -hmm. up, like, like you say, I woke up, like, 4, 4.30. I'm already up to get to the park at, like, 5. So I feel yeah. like, you know, the energy is, like, it's more, I have more energy, obviously, in, you know, first thing I do in the morning for myself. Yeah. Even, not just training, you know, readings, learning, and everything like that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That that's how I feel too, especially, especially like reading and learning. Yeah. I think that's the best time to do it. You don't want to read and you don't want to try to read and learn midday. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like you're not gonna take in. You're not gonna take taking the information as good as mm -hmm. as like as soon as you wake up. Mm -hmm. So you're definitely definitely right about that. Like to anybody listening, I really suggest like just try waking up. A little bit earlier an hour before mm -hmm. you know your alarm clock just to get that extra hour in to do something you really want to do whether it's like reading working out like take advantage of that you know go to bed earlier wake up one hour earlier than you usually do and get something done that you feel like you know you never have time for because we can always make time people always say I don't have time i don't have time but you can make time for things that you really love so, yeah prioritization is everything exactly what what uh, what time do you sleep at night? <laughs> Lately, honestly, I've been sleeping a bit late. Like 12, 12 okay. a.m. is like late. Mm -hmm. I, I can't go past that. Okay. And then my whole day is messed up. Okay. But I ideally, like honestly, I try to go to bed at uh, 10, 10.30, the latest. That way I'm like fully energized. Okay. But if I do go to bed late... Like now I just can't, I just woke up from a nap. I'll, if I do go to bed later than I'm supposed to, like if I'm working on a video or a program, mm -hmm. I will still wake up early. Like my brain is already programmed. So for me to wake up in the morning, is not a problem. Do you need an alarm? I, do you need an alarm to wake up? Sometimes I don't. Okay. Sometimes I, I always, honestly, I always wake up before my alarm. Okay. I, this morning I woke up before my alarm. It was like five minutes before my alarm. Mm -hmm. You know, I set my alarm at like 4.15. And I woke up and I thought it was still, I thought it was still like two, two in the morning. I went to go drink some water and I looked at the time and I was like, damn, I have five minutes, <laughs> five minutes before I have to wake up. Okay. You know? So yeah, I, I, a lot of the times I wake up before my alarm. Uh -huh. it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a mental thing now. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's just a habit for me too. You know, sometimes I wake up before, if I go to bed, like on point, like, like 10, 10 30, that's when I go to sleep. And usually mm -hmm. I wake up um, before the alarm. If I go to sleep mm -hmm. a little bit late, then maybe I need the alarm to wake me up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like um, like I said, I try to go to bed early. And if I don't go to bed early enough, I take naps. And honestly, naps help me because it, 
it brings my battery level back up, you know? Okay. I know that I'm not going to be able to read or work if I'm a bit drowsy or brain dead. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, if I take this nap, then I'll just like recharging my battery a bit. Not 100%, but like it will bring me to 75% or 80%, which is perfect. That's enough. That's enough energy for me to handle a couple of, a couple of tasks. And then, you know, I try to stop working. The thing is like, I, I, I'm, I'm low-key addicted to work. I love just getting things done. I try not to cram too much things on my to-do list. I end up cramming things, a whole bunch of things anyways, but I try not to cram too much things on my to-do list and try to get like two tasks done every day, depending on how big the task is, you know? Okay. Um, yeah, well, for, for me too, you know. I, well, there's one thing that I've learned on, you know, this book. Is this a book? Oh, on a podcast, I remember where I got this. So like say you can just push a bunch of things on your to-do list every day and then, mm -hmm. you know, just put the most three important things and then you're yeah. at the end of the at the end of the day you, if you finish that three you're good yeah i think you know i think that's really effective now you know if like if you do three things uh important things every day your years already done like uh almost a thousand things um you know if yeah. my math is right but um, it, it really depends on how it really depends on how long the task is like for me what really helps is not just a to-do list because i feel like to-do lists don't like 100% help. Mm -hmm. um, I have a to-do list, but I also have a calendar. So mm -hmm. I set, like, I put, like, two or three things on my calendar um, every day mm -hmm. and um, also setting times. So you have to know, you have to know, like, how long that task is going to take. Sometimes you might have tasks that take you more than um, one day to complete. So you really have to plan and things out perfectly, mm -hmm. you know. Oh. Right, so we yeah. had a, you know, uh, technical issue with the... Mm -hmm. uh, the audio but anyway just keep the conversation going i think we were talking about you know waking up the to-do list and things um but yeah there's a question like i'm just curious there's a question been on my mind like um like uh, this whole time like because i think like a lot of you know uh, young people like around my age in you know in their 20s struggling with uh, being up early in the morning and uh um yeah and i think like you know there's a like if you know because we wake up early so you know we know like what do you think like how let's say if someone wants to wake up early like what do you think like uh, what they have to do to in order to you know being up early and do their things in the morning honestly first of all you need to sleep earlier mm -hmm. and just keep trying honestly i was just thinking about it it used to, it took me about maybe five to six months okay to actually start waking up at five and as okay. much as i tried to wake up at five i'd i'd always wake up at like seven and then okay. slowly six forty-five. take it step by step you know try okay. like 15 minutes every like week or so you know mm -hmm. i feel like that's what really helped me so like i started off at seven and then you know six forty-five, and then six thirty, like gradually right mm -hmm. and six fifteen, and then eventually worked my way towards five because it wasn't easy and i started getting mad at myself too because i really wanted to wake up and get that extra you know hour even two hours uh -huh. and i was like yo why can't i wake up at this time you know and i realized mm -hmm. like okay maybe i need to go better to bed a bit earlier um and also i just need to keep trying <laughs> you know mm -hmm. it's not yeah. easy at first uh -huh. you know, sometimes you, you no one wants to wake up early winter i feel like it's the hardest yeah. That's like the hardest for me. In the winter, waking up early, I'm like, ugh, 
you know. Mm-hmm. But in the summer, I'm so motivated to wake up because the, the weather is beautiful. I'm like, mm-hmm. do I need to take advantage of of the day right away, you know? And now the sun mm-hmm. comes up. The sun comes up so fast, like by four thirty, yeah. you know, almost five. The sun is already out. Uh-huh. So I like, I, I just like the fact to be. I like being up before everybody. There's no cars on the road. You're the you're the only uh-huh. person. You're the mm-hmm. only person on road. I love that. You know, mm-hmm. avoid all yeah. traffic. Distractions. Yeah, distractions. I yeah. love it. It's it's it's, uh-huh. it's perfect. You know. For me, my experience to add to this, like what you say, is perfectly great. So, like you mentioned, right? Winter is harder to wake up because mm-hmm. it's cold. The sun is up late, and but in summer, you're more motivated to be up early. Since the sun is up, you know, early too. So mm-hmm. for me, like in you know, in my experience, I think the most important thing. This one a little bit more on the mindset, but the most important thing to let's say be up early is like you know you have to find a purpose, like a reason why you wake up early. Say so mm-hmm. for me, for me, like in winter, is I I don't wake up at four, I don't wake up at five, obviously because I don't. There's nothing to do at at that time. I cannot go out and do my basketball or workout training, you know, running or anything. So there's no reason for me to be off that early. But like right now, even you too, Daizu, you know, we all have like a reason to be up. For me, I go to basketball every morning and, you know, train at home and be out early. And for you, mm-hmm. you the same thing, right? You you go to train and you may, maybe you train your client, maybe you read books. Train, read, yeah. exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's the thing, like you... Uh-huh. You need to have, like you said, like that's perfect, mm-hmm. and I and I basically said it without actually saying it, but like mm-hmm. you you get to wake up and get that extra hour. That's that yeah. extra hour to do something that you really want to do. So mm-hmm. you really do have to have a purpose behind it. You have to have a purpose behind anything that you do. You know, if uh, you really want to achieve, if you really want to work out, what's your purpose for working out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta have you got to have a purpose, and I agree with you one hundred percent on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe your purpose, is, you know. You know, try trying to date that girls on your in your class or yeah. you know, whatever. That's what yeah. me though. That's what me. But mm. uh, but yeah, that's what that if if that's your purpose, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that's yeah. if that makes you wake up early, yeah. and do your training, Ex- then exactly. It doesn't matter what your purpose is. You know, uh-huh. as long as it gives you motivation to to you know push towards your goal, towards getting up and really you know getting active. Right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, for whoever listening to this, if you're young. Um, you know, or doesn't matter what's your age. If you wanna be up early, you know, first of all, maybe well, sleep early, obviously. But you know, um, for me, I think the most important thing is to find the purpose after after waking up. Like the first thing you do in the morning, it's not to be something that you really is meaningful to you and you wanna achieve it. So, so yeah, that's that's would be my take on that. Yeah. Also, take it step by step, right? You you mm-hmm. can't expect to. You can't just expect to wake up at five. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard the first few times you try. That's for sure. It was hard for me, so take it take it slow, take it step by step, and don't beat mm-hmm. yourself up about mm-hmm. it. You know. Okay, yeah. I I think um you know, uh, I think it's uh it's good enough to you know wrap up this podcast. But like before before that's last question, have you thought about? Um, did you figure out the, the last thing that, you know, so the la- yeah. So the last thing I would tell myself is just to, you know, plan, have a to-do list and, and plan and schedule, you know, that's a lot of, that's, that's what I do now a lot. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of my friends tell me they come to my house and they see my calendar, mm-hmm. my calendar is huge. And they're just like, yo, I really need to get on. I really need to get on your level and start planning, planning my stuff. So I go back and tell myself, listen, start 
planning, create a to-do list and not just um, going with the flow because, you know, going with the flow doesn't always work, you know, mm -hmm. but when you have it planned and structured, that's when things could go according to plan, right? Mm -hmm. Could you talk about a little bit about how you plan your thing? Is it like weekly or daily? Well, it's, I have like a, I, every time I have ideas, I put it on my to-do list. And okay. then I go through my to-do list, uh, list of like importance, like which one's like, like priority. And, um, I look at my calendar and I'm like, okay, uh, according to my calendar, my, my, my clients that I train too, cause I train clients from 5 AM to 1 PM. That mm -hmm. way the rest of the day, I have time to do whatever I want to do, whether it's videography, whether it's making YouTube videos, whether it's, um, marketing, creating videos for my Instagram or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I try like before I've been, I've been lately, like in the past, I've been putting like five things on my, to, on my uh, calendar to do for the day, which was mm -hmm. horrible. Guys don't do not do that. Mm -hmm. I would say honestly, two to three things max, max, depending on what the task is like, how long the task will take. If the task is long, then I would suggest splitting it up into a few, a few days, you know, that <laughs> way you could at least get other things done instead of just putting all your time and energy into that one task. So I try to put, you know, two tasks a day, I feel like is, is good enough. I always find myself trying to add more things. If they're small, I will, mm -hmm. but I also like to add a time frame. So, mm -hmm. you know, I tell myself, I set a timer and I'd be like, okay, I want to spend two hours on this task today, you know, depending on how long it is, you know, I want to spend two hours on this task today. Okay. This task will only take me an hour or maybe like an hour and 30 minutes to do. I need to spend an hour and 30 minutes here. I'll, I'll put it, I'll do this at this time and I'll set a timer. And once that timer hits, I'll stop. Honestly, sometimes the timer doesn't work, especially when I'm editing, you should know already more than me. Okay. Yeah. When, when you're editing, I try to set a limit, but when you really get into it and you're, you get so many ideas. You don't want to leave the desk, yeah. you know, and come back because then the idea is just like you lose some some good ideas. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to editing, I, I always end up dragging my hours. But mm -hmm. for other tasks, I really try to, you know, just get it done in that time. And especially reading, reading too. Sometimes even with reading, I end up taking a few more, uh, a few, like a few, like another like half an hour or 20 minutes. Cause you know, sometimes you want to finish a chapter that you started, uh -huh. you know, and or the book is getting into something good and interesting. Mm -hmm. So yeah, really that's how I set it up. Try to set up two, three days, uh, three tasks a day mm -hmm. with a time frame and a time limit. So you're not wasting, wasting all that time away. Okay. Do you put it uh, in the morning, uh, early in the morning or like, do you put it in the night before? Um, my tasks? I, yeah. I, I, sometimes I plan like months I, at the beginning of the month, I'll start okay. writing down all my tasks and be like two weeks in advance. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'll like, be like two weeks in advance with my stuff. Okay. And like, even now, like we scheduled a podcast. Mm -hmm. Usually I would tell people, you know, you know, cause you know, Kevin, I, I like you, you're a good guy. <laughs> Usually I tell people like two weeks in advance, like you gotta, you gotta let me know two weeks in advance okay. just so it goes with my my schedule. Cause if I start taking on random tasks, I can't say yes to every, every person mm -hmm. that tells me like, yeah, I want you to come to this podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would like you to come work out with me. Yeah. I'm like, yo guys, like, you know, like I really want to, but like, yo, this is what I have planned. And if I come with you right now and waste mm -hmm. that extra 
one or two hours, then mm-hmm. yo, I'm gonna miss out on this task. You know, unless mm-hmm. it's family or something like that. Okay, cool. I'll put the tile, move the task on to to the next day or the next week or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, I really try to stick to to my schedule. Okay, even like for a training client too, like uh, they have to reach out to you two two weeks before that. Especially not well now. Like all my clients. I'm almost like completely booked up, but like all my okay. clients have specific times, specific days every week. And I tell them like, listen, this is the time they get, they're not allowed to like, unless they really have to, mm-hmm. I, I don't want them changing times, changing times every week. Cause that just messes me up. So okay. once we figure out, I go my, with my clients, I figure out exactly what day, what time is best for them. And we stick to that same time, same day every week so that I don't have to bust my brain too much when it comes to scheduling you know okay oh wow okay yeah that's uh i think i like um you know that's that's really great you know follow your um your schedule and then just don't messing up right? obviously mm. sometimes things get sometimes, in the way yes always, but, always. Um, yeah. yeah but like priorities prioritize your schedule um you know before anything else that's 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 pretty good though actually i'm, mm. I'm gonna start doing that too um mm. Because the way I do it is... I'll show you here, like right now, like I have a big calendar. I have to change the month, though. I have like a huge calendar up here. Okay. That's where I put all my stuff. So, yeah, I have it. I keep it in front of my desk. So I always look up and make sure that I'm staying on point with my stuff, you know. Okay. Yeah. Right now it's a new month, so I have to clear it up. It's still on May, so I got to clear it up and uh, get June started. Okay. Okay. Yeah, June. Jim is going to be up next week, man. So excited. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh probably, you know, uh and wrap up the wrap up the podcast uh now. I really mm-hmm. um once again, Reed, uh thank you for being here. Really appreciate that. Um so let's say for anyone listening to this and you want to reach out to you, like where can they find you? Um well you could go on my Instagram page which is fitness underscore zoo underscore. Mm-hmm. Um you could also check me out on Facebook which is um Fitness Zoo or you could go to my website which is www.ihatezoo.com <laughs> and um okay. fun fun fact the reason why I say like I hate zoo is cuz um I always tell people I'm like yo if you don't hate your trainer then um then your trainer's not doing a good job you know I make it so that my clients really really hate me you know they hate me uh-huh. in the moment but they love me after when they get their results so that's why I call it I hate zoo. So okay. yeah, you can always go to my website, I hate zoo.com. Um, all info is there. Access to um, you'll see uh, videos from YouTube, um, pricing, and um, everything else that I offer there. And a lot of a lot of mm-hmm. big things are coming. I have um, some programs for like I, I specialize in calisthenics, but I have a lot of different programs, mm-hmm. as I said, um, for like weight loss, um, uh, mass gaining. Let's say you want to learn how to do handstands, you want to learn how to get your first muscle up, you want to improve your pull up. I'll have a whole bunch of different programs um, coming this year, so stay tuned for that. Okay, yeah. For for anyone who wants to you know um, level up your fitness. Um, journey or you want to learn a handstand muscle up or you know whoever um, check out Zoo on, I will be linking everything um, he mentioned his Instagram his website in the description below so if you want to check that out um, yeah once again I really appreciate appreciate it that you being here and you know I think this we have awesome talk I think mm-hmm. you you know, for everyone who's listening I hope you get something out of this podcast and you know um, you know if you need anything just You reach out to Zoo or you reach out to me and we can definitely um you know answer your question or about the podcast or whatever. 
all right so that's probably it for this podcast um again uh thank you for you know if you're still here thank you again and uh, i hope to see you in the next one bye-bye bye guys peace